John. How are you this week? Hey, Elliot. I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm good, too. Thanks. Um, so this week, I, I saw that the uh, National Intelligence Council uh, released um, their Global Trends 2040 report. Um, I wondered if you'd seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, obviously, lengthy report, uh, close to you know, 150 plus pages. Uh, so, you know, skimmed through some of it, saw some things that were, a lot of things are relevant to all of us it, from a societal standpoint, but some particular issues that uh, to the fin- financial crime prevention community that, that I thought were were interesting. Some confirmations of what we thought, but some definitely looking ahead as, as the report is structured. Uh, so I thought that was uh, pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just for our listeners' background, so the National Intelligence Council uh, supports the Director of National Intelligence, um, and um, they do a lot of long-term strategic analysis, which, um, of course, this report looking out to 2040 does. Um, it's interesting, they, they segmented the report around five themes, and I don't... Uh, as I read them, some of the titles were kind of interesting, but actually, as I read the detail, wasn't surprising. So first, they looked at global challenges, things like disease, financial crises, technology disruptions, climate change. Um, and and they noticed that it, one of their comments was that some of these things seem to be coming more frequently and more intensively. Um, they looked at what they called fragmentation, which is... Um, in an increasingly uh, connected world, we're becoming more divided and fragmented. And right. uh, and one thought, one thing that was interesting that we've certainly seen uh, in our country recently is the fact that there's uh, an increasing um, tendency to gravitate to information silos where you're only getting information from people with similar views to yours. Then they talked about uh, disequilibrium, which is... Uh, uh, noticing that um, current systems and organizations are increasingly challenged to deal with transnational challenges. And they use COVID-19 as an example, where the international response right. cooperation was not nearly as effective as um, it, maybe it could have been. They talked about um, contestation, which was kind of interesting. And that's really the, the fact that there's... Um, greater imbalance that's leading to uh, uh, greater what they call constentation uh, within communities, states, and international community. And again, an increasing division along identity affiliations and a greater risk of, uh, of uh, societies or, or states or communities fracturing. And then they talked about adaptation, which is um, kind of the imperative plus the uh, advantages and there you know uh the you know where uh some organ some some communities or nations might be able to adapt to climate change better that will give them an advantage going forward um same thing with countries that have more technology may give them an adaptive edge and then um countries with older populations may have uh because uh demographics may have a disadvantage um but um, so that was an interesting kind of five dimensional look at the world. This isn't an effort to predict, but it is an effort to look at potential 
future states, which for policy planning and contingency planning is important. But I know one of the things they looked at is the future of terrorism, and that really follows on a topic that you and I have talked about on a regular basis on this podcast. What did you see there? Right. Yeah. And, and again, sort of a confirmation plus, uh, right? They talk about um, extreme organizations on the left or the right that will continue to promote uh, issues like racism, anti-government, uh, environmentalism. And that's not going to just happen here, which it's already happening, but Europe and Latin America and, and maybe other regions. The other part of it that I thought was interesting um, you know, we've talked a, a bit about technology, and obviously our company is working closely with one of our new partners, Arachnus. Um, but t- technological advances, including biotech, AI, that sort of thing, uh, there's a positive there. But there's also an opportunity for terrorists to conduct more high-profile attacks um, by developing more remote attack methods. So that was one thing that I thought was both frightening and sort of makes sense. And then, you know, technology is also going to give the government the ability to expand their surveillance capacity. That'll help combat terrorism. But obviously, depending on the government, it could also, of course, impact privacy, impact, you know, citizenry, all sorts of things. So that's that's something that you're going to have to watch carefully. It's going to happen with or without all of us, obviously, but I thought that was interesting. And then just shifting international power dynamics, you know, the rise of China, which we're all identifying as something that could challenge the way the U.S. tries to do counterterrorism um, is is more than problematic. And I think that's only going to become more evident as we go forward. So um, nothing in this seems unusual, but again, Use of technology, the expansion of extremist groups um, is going to challenge our community and and just society in general. Yes, uh, it is a long read, but um, I think the report is a worthwhile uh, read and maybe, you know, it's it's pretty well outlined so you can move around the document pretty well. But um, there's a lot of good thought in here uh, and. And things that, you know, we, you and I, but also the whole community is continually wrestling with. And while, again, it's not intended to be predictive of what 2040 might look like, it does lay out kind of how things could unfold. And it's it's uh, good food for thought to kind of be, you know, that that deep over the horizon planning or at least thinking um, that people in our community have done for a long time. I think um, this is a worthwhile resource. Yeah, and just one more thing, another key takeaway, and there's many, many, many in the report, um, the lack of multinational, uh, multilateral cooperation does leave the world more vulnerable, as they say, to hackers and terrorists and criminal groups. As we're recording this, we're dealing with the, with the pipeline hack in the United States. Um, so, you know, clearly uh, there, is a, there is a pressing need to restore um, global connectivity. And uh, this, I think this report says it in a number of areas. Agreed. So uh, just a reminder to all our listeners, you can find us uh, on SoundCloud. You can find us on uh, in this ca- podcast section on uh, uh, Spotify. 
Um, and uh, in addition to This Week in AML, we have a number of other podcast series that we encourage you to check out. And we'll be back with you next week. Have a great weekend, John, and stay safe. Take care, Elliot. You too. Yep. Bye-bye.